Thank you for joining us today. At ResLife, our mission is to develop committed followers of Jesus Christ to reach the world. Our content is created to equip and empower you in God's purpose. We hope you enjoy this message. How you guys doing? Everybody doing good? Fall is upon us. Come fall on us. <laughs> That's my sort of prophetic twist on that to bring it about somehow. Oh, awesome. Well, we got some uh, resources, uh, and I think it's in that way or something like that uh, for you if, if you're interested in this. And um, we've got my second book, Identity Thief, um, which is a lot of uh, personal story and pain and uh, things of going through and, and uh, learning from and growing through. If you're interested in that, uh, it's, it's, it's really exposing the, the lies of the enemy. You know, here, here's, here's the thing. I have so many people who are like, man, I would do what you do, but I battle lust and I struggle with lust too much for God to use me. And they'll say things like that. And here's the deal. You want to you wanna know how to beat lust? Like I, I could pull out anything, but let's let's go for lust. You know, um, well, how many of you know God's looking for a holy church? He wants us to be holy, and and we 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 need His holiness to walk that out. You know, but what happens is all of a sudden we hit a, a, a have a thought or a feeling or a temptation, and we think that's who we are, but that's not who you are. Um, that is a fiery dart of the enemy. And so what happens is, is the enemy projects that onto you and you think, oh, because I have these bad thoughts, that's who I am. Well, it's not who you are. And how do you take that thought captive? I mean, the Lord showed this to me. I didn't read it in a book or anything like that. But how do you take that thought captive? Like if I'm driving down the road and I see, you know, an attractive woman and my mind starts going away, it shouldn't go. I could sit there and be going, oh God, forgive me. I'm so horrible. I'm so bad. I'm so evil. Forgive me for being so evil. And you know what? I just agreed with the adversary. Rather than doing that, stop and take that thought captive by, first of all, how many of you know the devil can't read your mind? Satan can't read your mind. Nothing in scripture indicates he can read it. Scripture says that God knows the thought, the heart and the intents of man, but Satan doesn't. So the only way he knows if something has hooked you is either by what you say or how you act. That's the only way he knows. And so if all of a sudden I have those thoughts, those feelings, and I start to, rather than stopping and and agreeing and going, I'm so bad, Lord, forgive me for that. Stop and I'll stop and I'll just say, Lord, I thank you for that woman. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use her to bring many people to you. I just declare that she's going to transform nations, that she's going to be an impact for your king. I'll roll down the window. Hey, Jesus loves you and he's going to use you to change nations by the authority of Christ. Man, you know how Satan responds to that? He's like, cease fire. Why? He's turning all those thoughts on us. He's turning those arrows back on us. And so that's how you take that thought captive, is act differently than what you're feeling in the, the moment. Because how many of you know Jesus was tempted in every way? If temptation was a sin, then Jesus sinned, but he didn't sin. Why? Because he was tempted in every way, yet he didn't sin because he didn't act on it. And so you take the thought captive by taking a clue that, hey, that's the enemy trying to trip me up in something. I'm going to turn it back on him. And that's how we're going to take that, that thought captive. And so you do the opposite of what you feel in that. Anyway, this book gets into all that. That gets into areas of sexuality. It gets into areas where people think, 
uh, I've, I've been attracted to the same sex, therefore that's who I am. Listen, what you feel is not who you are. What you feel isn't who you are. You know, otherwise, trust me, driving down the highway, I'd be a murderer. <laughs> it's really my wife. She would be the one. Who <laughs> She's the aggressive drop. She's not here to defend herself, so I'm just going to throw her under the bus with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and when we take, so we take it captive and make it yield to the will of God, you know, and that's how we break the power of that and, and see, to see that turn around. Anyway, that, sorry, way too long of an intro of that. Um, if you're interested in studying more on healing, we've got a seven DVD set, um, Empowered to Heal. This is myself and Randy Clark. Randy's my mentor, amazing man of God. Studied healing more than anybody I know. And uh, anyway, this is a seven DVD set of us teaching on that. And then also, we have Breaking Darkness. Uh, this is a teaching uh, that I did uh, for TVN on, on deliverance. And so it's uh, talking about breaking the power of darkness over people with uh, demonic power and how to see that uh, them transform and be delivered from that. And that also, lots of stories about doing this outside of the church, because there's a lot of people that need that outside of the church. We need it inside the church too, but, uh, but outside of the church, and how to do that, how do you handle that in that type of setting. But anyway, uh, we've got these four, oh, and we've got also, oh, two more things, sorry. We've got the jump drives, the black drives are all the audio teachings that are back at that table, and then some additional ones. The silver drives are all the uh, video teachings, um, that are on, we've made them, we've sort of reduced the quality a little bit. We put them on AVI files, so they make, it reduces it just a little bit, but you hear everything and see everything okay on there. But those, we take these, uh, especially like the closed countries and stuff like that, because they're easy to smuggle in. And so anyway, when you buy, <laughs> my little thing's easy to do. So when you buy uh, those, you're helping us do that, because all the proceeds of this uh, go towards that. And then how many of you know we as a church got to get back into preaching the prosperity gospel? But the true prosperity gospel, which is martyrdom and persecution. About 10 of you are clapping for that one. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> I call this my John Chow Memorial t-shirt because this is when John Chow went to that island off of India. And here's the thing. The scripture says that the, 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 the closest place to the throne of God in heaven are those who've lost their lives for the sake of the gospel. Man, if you don't think being as close to the throne as possible as prosperity, you don't know what prosperity is, man. You know, we're all focused on prosperity here, but what about there? And I'm not anti-prosperity. I'm not, I promise you. But because God prospers, there's tons of scriptures about that. But man, we got to keep in perspective of, of what the true prosperity. I went to a, have any of you guys ever heard of uh, Guillermo Maldonado? Down in Miami, Guillermo. I was, I was just down preaching in his church in July. And it's like, I think one of the, I think it's number four, number five largest church in the United States. Sanctuary seats like 7,500 people or something like that. And um, I thought, we're, we're not going to sell one of these there. <laughs> we sold out like that. They were, everybody wanted these particular t-shirts and, and, and I, was, I was blown away. But those guys are, are on fire. He's probably going to be working with us and doing some stuff in Turkey um, and working there. Anyway, we also have these cards if you're interested in getting on our, our email list or on our social media or uh, partnering with us for the stuff and missions. You could do that as well. That's back at the table. Thank you, Alyssa. There you go. Great. Okay, cool. Um, you guys doing all right? Cool. Well, 
I, I, I'm really torn because I got about five different directions I want to go tonight. And we don't have time to go five different directions. But I want to turn with me, if you would, to Acts 19. I referenced this this morning. I think it was in the second service, if I remember correctly. And, um, but I wanted to, to just focus on this a little bit because let me tell you something. When you step out, one of the things I hear a lot of people uh, tell, tell me about is they're like, man, I'll step out to do healing or step out to do different things and Christians around me will stop me. And they'll be like, no, that's, this isn't the appropriate time or place for that. And this isn't the, and I mean, that, that happens a lot. And that's tragic. Um, and, and, and I want to take a look at what, you know, we, we sort of think that, well, the guys in the scripture didn't have to deal with that. But I want you to take a look at this passage because to help you, and this is in, when we were in uh, July, do we have the, the picture of the baptism? Do we have that photo? Uh, 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 oh my goodness, that's like scary of me. Um, this is uh, actually, there's a list in the middle. We're baptizing her. She was jumping in and stilling the Iranian's wind right there in this. No, but we were doing a bunch of, we baptized 32 Iranians um, in Turkey. All these people around, with the exception of, a, of about three of those, are, are Iranians. Uh, many of them we brought over uh, from Iran, and this is us doing uh, a baptism there. But um, we, were, we were in Ephesus. And what is so cool about, we're, we're going to end up, we're adding to um, where we're going to be doing our school, and part of it is, uh, is Ephesus. And one of the things that had happened is that when we were there, uh, the Lord began to really just speak to me about a revival that was missed. And, uh, and when I got back, when we got back from this trip, my friend Bob Hazlett, if you, if you don't know who Bob is, he's a real prophet of God. Bob, I, I, I slipped over into his meeting. We got back, I think it was on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, and uh, he was speaking at a church in Dallas, and I slipped in just to see him, and, and, he, and he stops in the middle of his message, and, he, and, he, and he, was, he was talking about Revelation 2, which was addressing Ephesus, and he stops and he turns, and he looks and he goes, Robbie, he goes, I believe that you're going to re-spark the, the fire that the Apostle Paul was there to spark in Ephesus and re-spark that fire that's going to uh, bring church planting throughout Turkey. And if you know anything about Turkey, it's 82 million people with only 6,000 Christians. It's one of the lowest in that area. And he says, you're going to spark a revival that's going to, uh, that's going to happen there, that's going to re-spark that fire of, of, of the Apostle Paul in Ephesus. Now, the thing is, is we were standing, I'm going to read to you this passage, and we were standing in one of the very spots where they were at, where this, this part happened. And when he said that, then Cindy Jacobs, uh, a couple of weeks after that, she uh, prophesied, uh, to us, we were down in Miami, and it was in this uh, arena with about twenty thousand people. And she called my wife and I up on stage, and she goes, "She goes, I keep hearing the Silk Road and Turkey." And she goes, "Ephesus, Ephesus, and Turkey." She goes, "You're going to release something that was meant for Turkey." And she goes, "And millions are going to come to Christ as a result of this." Now, my friend Sean Balls heard that, and he said, he goes, millions? He goes, dude, you're not going after millions. You're going after nations, entire nations. And I was like, yes, let's go for nations after this. But I want to read to this passage because this speaks to something that I think the Lord wants to sort of uh, stir in us. And in verse 1 of Acts uh, 
19, it says, When Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions until he reached Ephesus on the coast where he found several believers. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? He asked them. Now, this, is a, this question makes sense, right? Because they're believers. Listen to their answers. No, they replied. We haven't heard that there was a Holy Spirit. How can that happen in the church today? You know what the problem is? The problem is, is we, we believe in the Trinity. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Scriptures. And we've sort of kicked the Holy Spirit to the curb. Man, let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit wants his church back. The Holy Spirit's saying he wants his church back. And it says, when, uh, then what baptism did you experience, Paul asked. And they replied, the baptism of John, which is what the majority of the church is operating in. And baptism is, we're all focused on the baptism of John. Paul said, John baptism called for repentance from sin, but John himself told the people to believe in the one who would come later, meaning Jesus. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues, which we uh, know as uh, uh, glossolalia, and it says, and they prophesied, and there were about 12 men in all. Now, when Paul went to, so this is only, this is a group of 12. We always think Paul's groups are massive. This is like, this is like you having a work group at your job, like a little Bible study group at your job. Think about that, okay? And it says, um, Then when Paul went to the synagogue and he preached boldly for the next three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God, but some became stubborn. These are believers that are in the synagogue. Rejecting the message and publicly speaking against the way, which was the early name of the church. So Paul left the synagogue and he took the believers with him. He's like, well, all the, you know, I'm taking these 12 guys and we are leaving, you know, because they were rejecting, you know, that message of that. And then he held daily discussions at the lecture hall of Tyrannus and he went on from the next two years so that people throughout the province of Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the word of the Lord. God, get, now listen to this, God gave Paul power, the power to perform unusual miracles, How many of you want to see unusual miracles? God gave him power to perform unusual miracles. Now that comes, let me tell you something. Unusual miracles come out of a place of the press. It's not just something that you just do. You know what I mean? I mean, it's opposition creates resistance, which brings strength. That's what working out is, right? You know, it's resistance. Don't avoid the resistance. Look for God, what God's doing in the resistance. Don't run from it. Look for what God is doing in it. And it says, God gave him the power to perform unusual miracles. And listen to this. And when handkerchiefs and aprons that were merely touched his skin, that had merely touched his skin, were placed on the sick people, they were healed from their diseases and evil spirits were expelled. A group of Jews traveling from town to town, casting out evil spirits, they tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantation, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached, come out. And let me tell you something. <laughs> you know the rest of the story. That doesn't work. Once removed is not relationship. You know, I preach in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches. We don't even in, we're not even in this place of relationship with him. 
but in the name of the one of whom he preaches. You know, it, this, this comes out of a place, authorization comes out of a place of relationship. We're authorized to operate in the supernatural out of a place of relationship. And this, this, this clearly indicates this by what happens next. Now again, Paul's able to perform these unusual miracles. God gives him the ability uh, to do, of course we know this is the power of the Holy Spirit. This is Christ's power coming through him. And they're praying, they say, we command you in the name of Jesus whom Paul preached, come out. The seven sons of Sceva as leading priests were doing this, but one time they tried it and the evil spirit, so it means that there, it did happen at some points. Keep that in mind. It's saying it's at some places that it did happen. But one where they tried it, the evil spirit replied, I know Jesus, I know Paul, who are you? <laughs> That's like, bah, 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 warning. You're about to get your butt kicked, you know, sort of like warning, right? Sorry, bottom for anybody who got offended by that. You're about to get your backside kicked. I forgot where I was. Um, <laughs> you're about, man, and I mean, here, this is, this is not good. You know what I mean? Now, let me tell you something. My personal goal is to make sure the devil knows my name. Make it your goal. Make sure the devil knows you by name. And that only comes out of that place of relationship and stepping out in that to do the stuff that Jesus did. Make sure the devil knows your name. Man, sitting there getting named in this, but who are you? That's not a good sign. But listen to what happens. It says, then uh, the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowered them, and attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. This is not a good day for these boys. You know what I mean? This is not a good day. And the story of what happened, now this is a fail story, right? Would you agree? They just, they just got messed up. You know what I mean? This is a fail story, but look what happens even out of a fail story. It says, the story of what happened spread quickly throughout Ephesus. Now, so, so, so all the people believed that, you know, the power of the enemy was greater? No. To the Jews and the Greeks alike, and solemn fear descended on the city in the name of the Lord Jesus was greatly honored. One person got it. One person got it. Think about this, Pastor. This is a total bust. A total failure. How many of you prayed for somebody and they didn't get healed? You prayed for a situation that didn't change. I got tons of failure stories. I, I got three books. I could have written 15 of all the stuff that hasn't happened. But if we focus just on that, we're missing the point. Because as I said this morning, when you go and you do this, you're bringing the kingdom. And regardless of the outcome, the atmosphere shifts. The atmosphere shifts because you brought the kingdom. So truly there is no technically failure story. Even though the results that you're going for didn't happen, something's happened. Because you released and you activated the power of the Holy Spirit that's in you. Now listen to what happens. Listen to how, how it comes to uh, a head. And I got to move a little bit quicker. Um, I'm not sure if those zeros, if there was a countdown clock for me, but I blew it if, it were, if there was. I'm sorry for whoever's doing the clock. Forgive me. Listen to this. 
It says a number, uh, listen, this is so, uh, this is so powerful. Many who became believers confessed to their sinful practices out of a failure story. A number of them who had been practicing sorcery brought their incantation books and burned them out of a failure story. Keep that in mind. In a public bonfire, the value of the books were several million dollars. And that's in today's estimate. That meaning today's money. The message about the Lord spread widely and had powerful effect. Isn't that encouraging? Afterwards, Paul felt compelled by the Spirit to go over to Macedonia and Achaia before going to Jerusalem. And after he said, I must first, go, I must go to, on to Rome. And his, and his uh, two assistants, Timothy and Aretas, ahead to Macedonia while they stayed a while longer in the province of Asia in verse 23 but about that time serious trouble developed uh, Ephesus concerning the way so let me tell you something whenever there's a move of God you will never have revival without opposition you will never have a move of God without pushback and that should happen why because it builds and it strengthens. I said it in the video uh, that, that we showed this morning at the Afghan footage. That fire is there to strengthen you and to fuel you to push forward and not to back up. The problem is, is when we try to go with the status quo and we, we just follow the culture rather than setting the culture. We are to be the thermostat, not the thermometer of the culture. We don't adjust according to them. We set the culture. The church is called to set the culture. Now, I mean, be relevant to the culture. That's important. You've got to have cultural relevance. But don't ever sacrifice biblical truth on the altar of cultural relevance. Otherwise, you're sacrificing scripture, which is, you know, infallible and doesn't turn void for something that can shift in a second. You know what I mean? That applied to somebody. I don't know who, but... Maybe that's helpful. All of a sudden, these guys get angry, and they are like, we've got to defend Artemis. We have to defend the goddess Diana. We've got to stop this. We've got, and they're getting angry. Why? Because it's touching their pocketbooks. It's touching their money. It's touching how they make, and it's all out of this false god, and they're, they're creating this scene to, to, to protect this false god. And listen to this. In verse 28, as at this, their anger boiled, and they began shouting, great is Artemis. Now, what had happened, this is so interesting. Well, it, it explains it here. Shouting, greatest Artemis of the Ephesians. Soon the whole city was filled with confusion. That sounds bad, right? But look at the results of it. The whole city is filled with confusion. Everyone rushed to the amphitheater, dragging along Gaius and our. Uh, Articus, who were Paul's uh, traveling companions from Macedonia. Paul wanted to go in too, but the believers would not let him. The believers are stopping Paul. You've got a guy in your midst who God has bestowed the ability to perform unusual miracles. And you're stopping him from going to an arena with about 10,000 people? I stood in this very Colosseum. I stood in the Colosseum, and our tour guide was this young Muslim man. And he looked at this Colosseum in, in Ephesus. 
And I stood, and the, 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 the young Muslim uh, uh, tour guide, he goes, he goes, do you want to test the acoustics here? Now, there were all these other tour groups in there, because the thing seats 10,000 people. And he says, you want to test the acoustics? Does anybody want to sing a song? And I said, let me test the acoustics. I got this one. <laughs> this is mine. Everybody back off. <laughs> and I'm standing there reading this passage and saying, in this very spot, the Apostle Paul stood to, or wanted to come in but was held back. So I'm giving the call. If you want to accept Jesus, if you want to give your life, if you need to be healed, come down here right now. I was like, I am not letting this moment pass again. And of course, breaking, you know, all the laws in Turkey by doing so. But they're they're holding him back from this. So what ends up happening? This is so tragic. Some of the officials of the province and friends of Paul sent a message begging him not to risk his life by entering the amphitheater. You have the entire city there. An opportunity. But somebody's living out of self-preservation rather than spending themselves for the kingdom. May it never be spoken of us. May it never be said of you and I. May it never, ever be said of us. Inside, the people were shouting one thing and some another, and everything was, everyone was in confusion. Let me tell you something. God can do some of his greatest stuff when a, when a spirit of confusion hits. Because people's defenses are down. Look over and over what happens where all of a sudden, all the armies, you know, Second Chronicles 20, where the, the armies are gathered to come against, uh, to come against uh, the children of Israel, to come against Judah, and a spirit of confusion hits them and they all just turn their swords and kill each other. Spirit of confusion is not a bad thing. You know, that's the, time, that's the time to step in. That's the time to step up. And listen, it says this. All the people were shouting all this. The Jews in the crowd pushed forward Alexander forward and told him to explain the situation. Here's what happens. You have the stage set for this guy who's been anointed to perform unusual miracles to step out and to give a call that will change an entire region. And instead you get, you push a guy out to explain why people are in confusion and to explain things away. Many ways we of the church have been there. And we need to repent for that. We need to repent for making excuses and explaining things away rather than standing up and saying, no, we need to boldly proclaim the word of God. We need to boldly be a demonstration of the word of God. We need to boldly speak that it's not okay for abortion. It's not, God forgives those who've had them and heals and restores, but it's not okay. It's not okay with, with promiscuous sexuality. Sex outside of marriage is sin, and that's that. And don't make any excuses for it. Don't make anything else permissible. It is not, it is not okay. And when we step out, but we've got to always do it from the perspective of love and do that. But there is a release, and I'm sharing this passage with you because the Lord has been speaking to me. There's a release, a prophetic release of the unusual works of the Spirit that God is wanting to release to the church, but he's only going to release it where it's going to be permitted and welcomed. Now, for us as Christians, don't be weird and call it God. I do a lot of conferences where people just are weird and just going, oh, this is God. And I'm like, no, that's just you being weird. My discernment says that's weird. And God doesn't need your help being weird. 
God can be weird all by himself. He doesn't need you to help him out. He doesn't need a leg up from us. You know what I mean? Anybody ever had God get weird with you? All the time. <laughs> he doesn't need your help with that. But what he wants us to do is to step out and to see this. And it's so sad to me because here was a revival that was lost that was completely set up out of a total failure. Now there's two messages in this. Number one is that a failure story can still be very useful for God if we keep our eyes on Jesus. And not lose, not keep our eyes on what the results are, but what God's doing with the results. It does, it, things don't happen the way that I have had people. I was in Princeton University walking around on campus. I was doing lectures for the, uh, on, for the uh, anthropology, uh, some guys in the anthropology department on uh, do healing signs and wonders still happen today. And there was a couple of people that did not get healed. And I was like, man, this is total bust. And I looked at them and said, do you want to accept Jesus? They're like, yes. And I'm like, wait a minute, you didn't even get healed 10%. You didn't get nothing. They're like, yeah, but I'm just shocked you believe in this so much that you would be so bold as to do what you're doing. I want to believe like that. And I was like, wow, I never saw that one coming. You know, that was a shock. <laughs> that was a complete shock for me. But listen, we don't need to make excuses for it, but step out into it. Why am I saying this? Because it's important for everywhere you are, everywhere you live, it's important that there be a release of the Spirit. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You're an ambassador. You've got to realize the early church, there, was no, there, was no, there were no altar calls in their large gatherings, in their gatherings of the believers. You know, the altar calls were happening Monday through Saturday. That was happening at their work. That was happening at their vegetable stand. That was happening in, you know, in the marketplace. That was happening where they lived. That's where the calls for salvation was happening. It wasn't happening in a believer's meeting like this. That's not where it was happening. And so you, you, you see a very clear, you know, that's very clear as you, as you look through scripture. It's happening. They would go and they would preach in the community, but that wasn't like a church service. And God is calling us that you are an ambassador, you are a representative of Christ, and he wants to release that to you. And I believe, I believe, I'm sharing this because I believe the Lord wants to release a gifting of unusual miracles in this house. But here's the thing, we got to be willing to step out. We got to be willing to step out and to do it and not just contain it, you know, within. One of the things I love about this, this church is it's a missional community. It's outward focused. And we need, to, we need to stay that way and, and keep that way. Can I, show you, can I show you another picture that may... Sh uh, I've sort of set the stage by showing that. I'm going to show you a couple of the pictures that I believe kind of fall in, some of it, in sort of that unusual, you know, miracle. So show that first picture um, of, the, of the girl with uh, rods in her leg, if you would. This was a young girl. She was about... Um, I think she was about seven years old. And these were metal... Um, the, 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 uh, up where the joints are, the, there, was, there was flexible pieces on the side, but those are screws going in. That is a rod in the bone. She, was having, she had a condition that was deterioration of the bone. And then go to the next picture, if you would. And this, you can see down, it's probably hard for in the back, I apologize, but you can see down at her feet how that she had one of her heels is about an inch and a half off of the other one. Now, what happened is, is I gave a call. I said, if, I said, who, I, this, I said, if somebody got a leg short or the other, and, and the mother said, you know, my little daughter does, and I was shocked because she was so young. And I said, who wants to see this little girl healed? Well, this eight-year-old boy jumped up, and he's like, I do, I do, I do. I had no idea later it was her brother. 
Yeah, I know. See, I know. That's that's how I felt too. It's like it was her. It was her brother. I had no because he was sitting with some friends on the other side of the church, and so I said, "Yeah, come up here." And I didn't realize it was her brother. I had him pray. Show the next picture, if you would. This is uh, me holding her feet, and you can see the heels perfectly lined up. I have a picture, and I wish I I I, I did. I, I somehow it's not in my phone. It's on my laptop, but all of the metal rods disappeared. All the all the screws that rod those sections of rods completely disappeared out of her leg. Now, here's the thing. We were just praying for the leg to grow out. And then they took her back, and it did. They took her back, and all of the screws had disappeared. Now, here's the thing. Again, I know so many people that do that and see that happen. But I, wanna, I, I want us, us to step out into that tonight. If you have any uh, metal in your body that restrict, especially if it restricts any movement, it could be in a heel, it could be in an ankle, it could be in a back, uh, or you can feel, some people can feel the screws through their skin. If you have that, raise your hand. Okay. Now, if you would, uh, I, I wish I could ask all of you where it's at. But if you would, I want you to, do me a favor if you would, if you can stand up, stand up. And I want you to check that area, if you can feel it especially. Some of you may not can feel it, but if you can feel where it's at. And if you have like a restriction, if it's in the shoulder, check your shoulder. If you feel a restriction of movement, if it's in the vertebrae, check and bend and check, to, you know, check the vertebrae. But I, I want us to see if, uh, I, I, I want to see what the Lord's going to do here. And I know what he's going to do. But anyway, I was just <laughs> say that. Now, here's the thing. If you're sitting beside one of these people and you've never prayed for anybody or you haven't seen anybody healed before, Go to one of these guys uh, that are standing up right now, if you would. Just go over to them. I want to ask, I'm going to coach you in praying for them, okay? Now, you guys check the area. Like if it's in the shoulder, check your shoulder. Lift up your shoulder as much as you can. Check it. If it's in the back, bend and check the back. If it's in the knee, if it's in the leg, if you can feel it through the skin, check that, okay? We're going to do a couple of calls, but we're going to start here, all right? Everybody have somebody. If you don't have somebody, raise your hand. If you don't have somebody to pray with you, raise your hand. If you're just standing alone. I want to make sure everybody has somebody. Wave your hand at me if you're over there. Nobody's praying with you. Somebody come back to that gentleman back there and pray with him. Okay? Now, find out where they, where they have it. Don't, you don't have to, sir, you don't have to lift it up. Just, just relax as they pray. Then you're going to check it in a second. Okay? So what I want you guys to do is I want you to ask them where the metal is at in their body. Go ahead, ask them now. Ask them where the metal's at. Now here's what I want you to do. You don't have to touch that particular area. You don't necessarily have to do that. But I want you to, I want you guys to, ch you've already checked it so you know where it's at or where you're feeling it. And so what I want you to do is I, I want you, I'm going to pause at a certain, I'm going to say, in the name of Jesus, I command the metal to disappear from, and you say the area, Okay. And you say that area, and then I'll lead you in the rest. All right, you ready? All right. Repeat after me. Father, I thank you for healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ, I command this area of the body, speak to it, to be healed right now. I command brand new bone tissue. Or brand, new joints. or brand new joints. I command, I command 
everything missing to be restored now and for the metal to disappear. For the glory of Jesus Christ, be healed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, take your hands off. Take your hands off of them. Now, you guys who are getting prayer, I want you to check that area. And if it's something that you can either feel through the skin or you can feel a, a, a or, or if you're getting more mobility or if you're checking and you're feeling not as much restriction or less pain, I want you to tell me that. But if you're feeling a change in any of that from when you started, I want you to wave your hand at me. Okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine? Nine? Okay. Is there anybody that feels like it's completely changed? Like it's 100% gone? Wave your hand at me. One. Okay. All right. Can we pray again? Okay. So let's pray again. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I bind, I bind the spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. Don't repeat this, but I felt like some of you have been in accidents where the, there was even a plot against your life. So I'm going to pray this. Repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of death. And I break its power now. Get off of them. By the authority of Christ, I command this body to be healed. And forbid, and forbid any more restriction, restriction of, movement of movement or pain. Or pain. I, command I command this metal to completely disappear now. For the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Now check. Check that area again. Check it really good. If there's any of you that have had it in your backs, which restricted mobility, wave your hand at me really quick. Okay? And if, okay, in your back, in your back. Did you have rods in the back? Rods in the back? Okay. And, and are you bending and checking to see how much more mobility you have? Are you noticing a difference? Okay, if it was 10 before and restriction and zero is full mobility, where is it now? With the lady with the lovely glasses and burgundy. About a four, okay, and what about you? Are you noticing a difference right here? Give me a number, about a five. Okay, cool, that's awesome. All right, and you're, say it again? You broke your neck, and then where is it at now? About a five. Awesome. Okay. So now, any of you guys that have noticed a, 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 a difference, if it's like, let's say, five or less, wave your hands at me from where you started. Wave them really well. Okay. Cool. Okay. If you're at a zero now, wave your hands at me. One. Okay. All right. Cool. Can we pray one more time? Man, this is like war. You realize that, right? Healing's war. 
You're going to war. This is how, when Jesus said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. This is how he did it right here. Okay, so let's pray again. Father, I thank you for healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ, I break every attack of the enemy. In Jesus' name, I command every bit of resistance to disappear right now. Full mobility. I release the peace of Jesus into this and say the area. Be healed now for the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, check again. Move, check. Is it in your ankle? Check your ankle. How many of you, let me ask you this, how many of you could feel like the screws or any sort of like metal, that you could feel it through the skin before? How many of you could feel it through the skin before and then you're not feeling it now? Wave your hand. You're not feeling it now. Keep waving it so I can see. Okay. Cool. Now, how many of you, again, are feeling it now five or less? That is, it was at five or less over here? Five or, le five or less? Anybody else? Back there, lady back there. Anybody else? Wave your hand so I can see because if your hand's just up, I can't see. Over here, over here, okay. Over here, five or less. All right, awesome. How many of you are feeling it less than a three? Less than a three. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Man, that's so cool. Now, what I found is that you can keep praying for that and to see it, see it continue to go. Now, here, here's, an, here's another thing. I just feel like there, there's a word for this. There's somebody that has a, um, um, I feel like that there's a, uh, a, a bone or, or uh, that's, that's out of, it's either out of place or there's like a, uh, extra bone in your body or something that restricts movement or there's one that didn't heal quite right I, as, as part of it. It could be one or the two of those. Is anybody having any issues with that? Not just of the people standing, even of those who are sitting. Does anybody have an issue with that over here? Anybody else in the back? Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Okay. Over here. Uh, stand. You guys stand up too if you would. Okay, if you have a particular issue of that, is it restrict your movement? Is it, is it with walking or is it, is, it, is it in the back or is it in the... When did you have surgery? When did you have the surgery? You had it 10 years ago? What, what's difficult for you to do? Bending and moving? Okay, do you... Do you mind coming up here? Is that okay? Do you mind coming up here? Okay. And you can lean up against here if you want to. Um, and uh, let's see. Um, come, just come. Yeah, just come just right up against the stage. Uh, this, this young man right here with the gray shirt. Come up here if you would. Okay. Is it you too? You have the same, it's the same issue? And so it's in your back right now. Are you feeling pain in your back right now? Yeah. Okay. So do me a favor. Put your, could you mind if he touches your back? Is that okay? Oh, always ask, right? You know, just assume. 
um, repeat after me. And, and, and um, do you have an issue too? With your, is it in your back or is it in your neck? My neck. In your neck? What happened? I have what's called cervical dystonia. It's a neurological brain disorder. Okay, and that restricts, so the uh, neurological brain disorder which restricts. Permanently has swung my head to the left and I have chronic pain. And okay. I have many other health conditions, but that's, this is one that put me on full disability. Show me the, show me the furthest that you can turn your neck. Right there, and then it stops right there. Okay, and what about you? I've had a surgery. Right there, okay. Six stitches, and then um, I still have a tense unit where I don't take any pain medication. I've had like 20 surgeries okay. in my life. I have osteoarthritis in the joints. I just had an injection. Okay. I'm sick in my leg, and it's mobility with my leg. I try to keep going and going and going, and I depend on the Lord. And you what? I depend on the Lord. You depend on the course. Yeah, amen. Come, come just lean up here against the stage, and you come up here too, and this is something with you too? What's going on with you? Sorry, I know you guys can't hear all of this, but uh, she, she's got several issues. But the one thing, main thing I think with, is that we're going for it with the knees and with the neurological thing, which makes it in, enable, un, unable for her to turn her neck. And then what with you? Just really, really quick. Sorry. Sorry to make you have to go quick. But um, you have a herniated disc. So herniated disc in the lower part. And then you have neck spasms up there. And, and migraines. Are you feeling that right now? In the neck, you're feeling it? Are you feeling it in the lower part of the back? Thank you so much. Okay. You guys are multiplying. You can't turn your neck. Okay. Let me get, uh, let me get like, uh, some of you young people, let me get, let's see, one, we got you with her, one, two, three, four, five. Let me get five young people up here real quick who can help me pray. Come on up here, fast. Okay, just one-on-one. -on -one. See, you guys are multiplying too. Let me... <laughs> All right, well, let's we'll, we'll just... You'll, you'll go for it. Okay. All right, do me a favor. Everybody getting prayer, stand in a, in a straight line up here. Come up in a straight line so we can see... So I can keep track of the people who, who are actually uh, getting prayer. Okay? Now, with some of you guys, it, it's best if you can when you pray to be specific with the thing. It, when I say it's best, it, it's, it, don't be legalistic about it. You don't have to. But we're going we're to pray and we're going to speak to the back, the neck. And we'll, so when you guys are praying for her, just command any neurological issues, anything like that to be healed. Okay? So just also scoliosis. So straightening of the spine in there. Okay? All right, so, okay, let's pray. So with her, let's just go for a complete overhaul. We're just going to, because she literally, <laughs> bless you, I'm serious. No, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be fine today. Forget Tuesday. All right, you ready? All right, let's pray. Repeat after me, guys. Father, Father I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I break. I break. Every attack of the enemy. Every I bind the spirit, bind the spirit of, sickness of sickness and death. And death. Get, off of Get off of them. You have no right here. No right here. I, forbid I forbid any manifestation, any manifestation of, pain, of pain or restriction of movement. Restriction of movement. I, release I release the peace of Jesus Christ, peace of Jesus Christ into this body now. 
Be healed. Be healed. For the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay? All right, you guys, check that part of your body. Take your hands off. Check that part of your body. Really quick, who has the mic? Have you got the mic? Who has the mic? Let me, let me, let me, let me have them uh, check real quick. Thank you, Jared. Okay, okay. Now, if what you were feeling, move around the best that you can. Now, you had a herniated disc, right? But and then, uh, but this was a spasm up in the neck. Turn your neck. Check your neck. If that was a ten before and zero is no pain, where are you at now? Don't be nice. Like a five. Praise God. And what about in your lower part of your back? Were you in pain in your lower part of your back? Not so much today, but was it a little bit? Check, move and check it. I felt it. It's still spasming just a little bit, but it's not too bad. Okay, but, but from what it was till now, if it was 10, if it's still 10, that's fine. Just give me like a number of where it's at from 10 to 0. Like a 5? Okay. All right, and what about you with your knees? If your knees were at a 10, where are you at now? I would think about a 5. About a 5? Okay. getting better. I would say that's a four right now. About a four. Awesome. And what about you? Five. Okay. Five in mobility or yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's amazing. How long has it been since you've been able to do that? January. January. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to pray some more from that. So you're at a five, right? Okay. And then what about you? About an eight. About an eight, okay, all right, cool. And then you? About a six. About a six, awesome. And then how about you? It's about a five. About a five, and were we praying for you too? What number are you at now? Turn your neck, check your neck, huh? About a, maybe a five, is it higher? Go, go with a higher number if it is, don't, don't be nice. About five, okay, was anybody else? Were you getting prayer? No, 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 you were praying, okay. So can we pray for these guys again? Is that okay? No? You don't want them getting healed? Why are you here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's pray again. All right, you ready? You encouraged? Is that encouraging for you? Amen. That's awesome. All right, let's pray. Father, Father, I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I bind. I bind. The spirit of sickness. The spirit of sickness. And death. And death. I command. I command. These bones. These bones. To come into perfect alignment. To come into perfect alignment. I command brand new cartilage. I command brand new cartilage. Brand new nerves. Brand new nerves. Any neurological issues to be healed. I command this body. I command this body to be healed right now. To be healed right now. I forbid. I forbid any more. Any more manifestation. Manifestation of pain. Of pain. A restriction of movement. A restriction of movement. Be healed. Be healed for the glory of Jesus Christ. For the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right, guys. Take your hands off now, guys. Check again. Move, bend, twist. Check. Wow. That's amazing. Incredible. More. Holy Spirit's all over you right now. Fire of God right here, right now. Power of the Holy Spirit. Wow. More, Lord. More. God's also breaking depression and anxiety. There's all that stuff that's breaking off now by the authority of Christ. There's a release. You're a warrior. 
The enemy's been intimidated by you, and that ends tonight. All that intimidation ends tonight. It's healing and hurts and relationships all over. Just loves you so much. The Lord's using you as an ambassador. He's going to make you an ambassador of hope for so many. Bless you, bless you. Where are you at now? Where are you at now? With your knees, with your um, back, what, what you can check. My shoulder feels better. Give me a number. I have a, it's just like about a two right now. My That's great. <laughs> okay, check your knees. Check your knees. They're a little sore, but they're going to get better with the lower. What, what's the number now? I would say maybe about, maybe four, but you have to work on it. Well, that's what we're doing. We're working on it right here, right now. But you're got, you're at a four. You're at a two up there. That's that's awesome. But I'm walking. Here, try just walking from from that wall back over to here. Just 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 see if you're noticing a difference. And check where you. If you give me a number where you're at. My neck was spasming before I came in here, and I I don't feel the pain as much. Like it's. Give me a number of where it's at, to the best of your ability. Give me a number. Zero. Zero. Okay. Praise the Lord. Now, bend and check your back. It's like looser, and like my neck was so tight and tender. I was like trying to like, I don't have any knots anymore. Okay. No more knots in there anymore. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what number is your lower back? It's, it's not it's hurting. It's what? It's not hurting. It's not hurting? Would that be a zero? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I want your answer. And then what about you with your neck? No pain. No pain. Hallelujah. Full mobility. And then what about you? You were at an eight, right? Six. Where are you at now? Six. A, a six. Man, that's amazing. How about you? About a five. About a five. Awesome. Very cool. And real quick, how about you? I'm still at a five. Still at five? Yeah. That's great. Halfway. That's awesome. What about you? Probably about a two. I can still feel it crackle though when I turn. Okay, so when we pray for her, we're going to pray no more crackling. All crackling is gone. Okay. All right. So here's what I want you to do as a, as a part of our finishing up. If you're in, if you're in, if you need healing in a particular area that you, especially that you can check, it doesn't have to be limited to this. But if there's an area you can check with what that is, either through pain, restriction of movement or something like that, if that's you, stand up right now if you're at your seat. Okay, and then as we pray for these guys, the people, some people sitting there beside you, I want you to ask them where they need healing in their body. Somebody pick somebody, make sure everybody has somebody with them. And I want you to ask them where they need healing in their body. And you're going to speak to that particular area. Like me, I, I got a bad thyroid. I need a new thyroid. Okay. You got it? Okay, so let's let's pray again. Let's pray again. And you guys speak. I'm gonna pause again for that area and you just say whatever that area is, alright? Got it? Alright? Repeat after me. Father, Father. I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. And I thank you for my friend. By the authority of Jesus Christ, I command this, say the area, to be healed right now. I command total healing 
For the glory of Jesus Christ. Be healed now. I bind the spirit of infirmity and the spirit of death and anything else robbing them. And I forbid it from manifesting in their body now. Be healed for the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay? All right, you guys check. Check those areas. Zero, praise the Lord. So here's the deal, zero. If you're at a zero, wave your hands at me. If you're at a zero, wow, that's awesome. We've got about six of you at a zero. If you're less than five, wave your hands at me. Wow, look at that. That's awesome. If you're less than eight, wave your hands at me. Okay? And then if you're still at a ten, wave your hand at me. One, two, three, four, five. I think we got about seven that are still at a ten. Okay, can we do this again? I think my time's up. Let me, let, me, let me do this closing before the floor opens up and I disappear. All right, let's pray again. Father, I thank you for healing power. And by the authority of Jesus Christ, I break every attack of the enemy off of my friend. In the name of Jesus. I command this body to be healed now. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray a release of the Holy Spirit's power to wash through them and washing out any sickness, disease, any problems. I command their body to be healed right now. For the glory of Jesus Christ. For the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Check. If there was anybody that was here who was standing and you have cancer in your body, raise your hand and wave it. Here. Here. It's all right. Don't panic. Don't panic. Just lay, wait, just lay her down. Lay her down. Lay her down flat. That's all right. Yeah. Over here too, okay? Because let me tell you something, when we pray against that spirit of infirmity, when we're praying against that and we're, and we're binding that and we're asking the Holy Spirit, we're asking the Holy Spirit to come and wash out like any cancer cells or cursing cancer, okay? So here's the deal, check your body, check your body and check the area. Now, if you are less than five, wave your hands at me. Wave your hands at me. Amen. Wow. I love the aggressive wave right there. Okay. If you're at a zero, wave your hands at me. If you're at a zero. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now here's what I want you to do in closing is I want you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray a prayer over you guys and then I want you to do me a favor. I want you to pray for them one more time. Will you do that? Okay. But I'm going to pray something over you. And I just want you to put your hands out like this, like you're receiving a gift. Father, I thank you. You don't have to repeat after me. Father, I thank you.
For the, you don't have to repeat. Father, I, you're receiving something. I thank you, Lord, for a release of unusual miracles in this place. I thank you for a release of the power of your Holy Spirit in this house like never before. That there would just be a release and an impact and an empowering of the Spirit of God just to flood and to fill this place and each one here. Right now, Lord, I just say, like, make hands hot. Let them be filled with the electricity of your spirit. Right now, by the authority of Christ, be filled right now in Jesus' name. Be filled. Be filled. And some of you are beginning to feel tingling or heat in your hands. If you're, doing, if you're beginning to feel that, wave your hands at me. Look around the room. There's an impartation of healing being released right here. More, Lord. More, Lord. More. Turn it up. Turn it up. Some of you are feeling just a heat or electricity across your head or your shoulders. Just coming down over you. If you're feeling that, wave your hands at me. Be filled. More, Lord. Turn it up, Holy Spirit, in this place. <sighs> Father, we thank you for an increase of expectancy in everyone in this house tonight. An increase of expectancy to no longer expect things not to happen, but to expect it to happen. I want you guys to pay attention to your dreams tonight. God's going to speak some things, many of you through dreams. Some of you are feeling the Holy Spirit like you've never felt him before on you right now. If that's you, raise your hand and wave it. There's just a release of the Holy Spirit in this place. More, Lord. Turn it up. Turn it up. Be filled. Be filled. More, Lord. More. Come, Holy Spirit. Come in power. Ruin us. Ruin us with your presence. More, Lord. Be filled. Be filled full to overflowing. Full to overflowing. Full to overflowing. More, Lord. If you're feeling something different on you that you weren't feeling before I started praying, I want you to lift your hands right now. If it's in your hands, if it's on your, it can be across your, you can be feeling a weightiness of God's presence. You can be feeling maybe your legs are shaking, your heart's racing. If you're feeling any of that, just raise your hands right now. Father, we just call for an increase of your Holy Spirit just to flood and to fill each person here. Do me a favor. You guys with your hands up, try to, try to come as close to the front right here. The Holy Spirit's all over her. This is God on her. Yeah, Holy Spirit's all over her. Be aware of the 
lady laying on the floor. But come up. If, you're, if you have your hand up, I want you to come and get as, as close as you can. Just keep receiving. Holy Spirit's all over. God's doing something new in you. It's breaking off all that other stuff. And there's just a release. We can recognize when it's the Holy Spirit. Just receive it. More, Lord. Come up here. You can come up here. Come across here. Spirit, we didn't come to leave as we came in. We came here to be transformed by your power and by your presence. Holy Spirit, what you're doing in this room right now, I just say double it right now. Double portion of your power and presence right now. Turn it up, Holy Spirit. Turn it up. Just release the power of your presence increase right now in the name of Jesus. More Lord. More Lord. Fire of God. Fall in this place. Fall in this place. More. Be filled. Be filled right now. More Lord. More Lord. More Lord. Father, we just stir the atmosphere of your presence here right now. There's some of you that have been asking God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of tongues. If that's you and you haven't gotten, put your hand up and wave it right now. Wave it right now. For those of you that are around these guys waving their hands, put your hand on them right now. Father, we just thank you for a baptism of your Holy Spirit. It's the baptism of fire to fall on them right now, to release on them right now. You guys praying for them, begin to pray in the Spirit over them. Begin to pray in tongues over them right now. And just for those who are receiving, just say, I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with tongues right now in the name of Jesus. Just speak that out. And now, in the name of Jesus, speak in tongues. Release it now. God never withholds. He never withholds. It is not for some and not for others. It is for all. And right now, activate, activate, activate what is there. Be filled. More, Lord. More, Lord. Just a release of your spirit. Turn it up, Holy Spirit. Turn it up, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. More, Lord. The Spirit of God's all over you. More, more. Fire of God. Fire of God. Fall, fall, fall. More, more, Lord. Be filled right now in the name of Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. Be filled. Be filled. More, 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 more. More Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit right now. Thank you for watching and being a part of our online family. Subscribe to our channel for access to all of our videos and live services. You can also be notified when a new service becomes available if you ring the notification bell. We cannot do this without you. You can support this ministry and help us reach more people with the word by giving at reslife.org give. Thanks again for watching. Be blessed.